Pro fans all over the world, we welcome you to the Pro Fan Arena where prolific sports fandom, a desire for wisdom in life and work, for the purpose of glorifying God through our gifts and talents, all rumble together. Thank you for joining us. Now introducing your starting lineup. Standing five feet nine from the University of Take Responsibility, playing the position of Chief Encourager, your host, the founder of Pro Fan League, the Pro Fan, Bradley Gibbs! Happy Friday after Thanksgiving, y'all. Let's get it. My name's Brad Gibbs, the founder of Pro Fan League. Welcome into the Pro Fan League arena. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Now, lace up your Adidas Copa Mundials, the cleanest soccer cleat ever created, and let's talk sports. Happy Friday. This is the day after Thanksgiving, but let's not forget, just because the holiday's over doesn't mean that a thankful spirit has to be over. We have an opportunity every day until next Thanksgiving to deploy what we learned yesterday, and that is a thankful spirit sets the table for all sorts of opportunities in our life to make a difference across the different levels in our life. That we are all working through. We have opportunity with our families to demonstrate a a thankful spirit. We have opportunities at our jobs to demonstrate a thankful spirit. We have opportunities in our communities to demonstrate a thankful spirit. And a thankful spirit can be infectious. My belly is still full of cheese and crackers. Is it silly that my favorite part of Thanksgiving every single year is the cheese and crackers? Man, I love them. And I really like chips and bacon and horseradish dip too. I would rather pull a chair up to the hors d'oeuvre table at Thanksgiving than the traditional meal. I love the snacks. But today, if I can get my hands on a cold turkey sandwich with mayo, leftover stuffing, and cranberry sauce with some more chips and dip and cheese and crackers and a Pepsi on the rocks, well, that sure is a fine, a fine second act to the Thanksgiving holiday. And now, as we start to cruise towards Christmas, let's break out the eggnog. But let's not forget Thanksgiving. The theme of today's show is Thanksgiving, not just a holiday. It's an attitude. A great example of this, yesterday, well, Tuesday... While we were all preparing for the holiday, there was a big NFL announcement, a big NFL draft announcement. The backup center for Davidson University, his name is Barclay Briggs, backup center for Davidson University, Barclay Briggs made a big draft announcement. Now this is Thanksgiving, a spirit of Thanksgiving on display. He writes... To Wildcat Nation, over the last four years, I have had the incredible opportunity to serve diligently as a career backup offensive lineman here at Davidson College. 
While I only played during blowouts or when starters got injured, I refused to let that stop me from being a scrappy, sneaky athletic, fundamental, high football IQ lunch pail guy. There are countless people who I have to thank for making my dream of playing Division I football a reality. But I especially want to express my gratitude to my family, my coaches, Oprah Winfrey, my teammates, Winston Churchill, my friends, and all those who have supported me throughout this journey. With that being said, I will be foregoing my remaining eligibility to enter my name into the 2024 NFL Draft. Many of you may ask yourselves, if he barely saw playing time at a non-scholarship FCS program, why does this guy think he has any chance in the NFL? This is an entirely reasonable reaction, and I don't blame any of you for thinking this. I will provide roughly zero on-field value for any NFL franchise, but I'd probably be pretty fun to have around. Thank you, Davidson Football. It has been an honor, and I will forever be a Wildcat. Number 56, Barclay Briggs, showing us what it looks like to be thankful. Congratulations to him making this big announcement for the NFL Draft. And might I add, he has a tremendous Fu Manchu in this uh, draft photo that he sent out on Twitter on Tuesday. Since then, that tweet has roughly 9.4 million views and has gone very quickly viral. In case you missed it, Barclay Briggs, everybody. Besides the comedic value of that tweet, I do think his thankful spirit flows through and gives us a lot to consider. And I also wanted to point out is there anything more compelling than an excellent Fu Manchu? He has those he has that Fu Manchu married to some strong sideburns. Quite frankly, the only thing that's missing for him is a flowing mullet. If he had the triple threat of an excellent Fu Manchu with a well a well fluffed mullet to go with those excellent sideburns, I think this man might be worthy of a late-round draft pick just to have that kind of encouragement on the sideline. He's candid about having zero on-field value, but what he could bring in the courage category with that look and his and his inspirational ability on social media, whew, you're about to go... You're about to have a a high leverage fourth and one. The coach in the box is is scrambling around, feeling the pressure of trying to win a big game. And he looks down on the sideline, and there's Barclay Briggs. And he sees that mullet, and Barclay turns around and gives him a thumbs up. And he sees that Fu Manchu and those sideburns, and that coach is filled with inspiration. Makes the play call. The quarterback on the field Knows Barclays there. I said give this guy a late round pick. On the back of that Fu Manchu. Wow. Yesterday, on the Swinging a Torch blog, which, candidly, very few people read. That's okay. Very few people read yet. I talked about having a thankful spirit. I talked about having a thankful spirit across four phases of our lives. 
in football, they talk about winning all three phases of the game, offense, defense, and special teams. I took that idea and expanded it to four phases in our lives where we can have a thankful spirit. This goes back to the idea that I started to flesh out last Friday, the big why. And I've gotten some really cool feedback on that big why podcast that we put out last Friday. And I want to expand a little bit on that big why podcast over the next couple of shows through the lens of having a thankful spirit of of having a thankful spirit as we discuss our big whys. So the four phases where I suggest we could have a thankful spirit is phase one, we can be thankful where our feet are at, where we find ourselves right now. We can be thankful for the family that we have. I know that situation, that family situation can be complex, but I'm sure there's still many things we can be thankful for inside the family communities that we find ourselves in. We can be thankful for the work that we do, and we can be thankful for the communities that we live in. And communities can be pretty broad. As far as you go to a gym, that's a community. You are part of a church, that's a community. You go to school or you teach, that's a community. Your workplace, community, neighborhood you live in, a community. We have these layers of community that we live in. We can be thankful for those. So over the next four shows, I'm going to talk about thankfulness combined with the big why in each one of these phases. And just like winning football games, we want to be excellent in three phases of a game, of the game to win a football game. I think we have tremendous opportunity to bring a thankful spirit to these four phases of life. And you combine that with a ever clear big why, a vision of where you want to deploy your time, talent, and resources that God's given to you in your life. And I feel, the, I feel the momentum building. I feel the momentum building towards some really cool things happening. So for today, phase one, thankful for where your feet are at. Barclay Briggs gave us a comical example of being thankful for where your feet are at. Barclay Briggs has a realistic view of himself. He knows that as a backup center, he probably doesn't have what it takes to be an NFL player based on his football skills. But he also seems to have a realistic view of of how he has been gifted and what he can offer to a football team. My question for you today is, are you thankful for where you find yourself today? It's possible to be thankful. Whether the spot you're at in life right now is the spot that you'd love to be in or a spot that's really difficult. When we're in a spot that we love to be in, maybe it seems like it would be easier to be thankful. But I ask you, 
Are you starting to drift towards entitlement? Is the spirit of thankfulness permeating your success? Or are you starting to believe that you deserve to be where you are? That can be poison. Or if you're at a spot in your life where it's really difficult and every day feels like a grind. Are you thankful to be there? Learning the lessons that maybe you need to learn. I remember spending a lot of time a number of years ago doing jobs that I didn't really love doing. And to be quite frank, those days were very difficult. And I didn't enjoy some of them that much at all. But some of my greatest learning experiences as God God squeezed my heart in ways it had never been squeezed before. And I saw things flowing out of me in my attitudes that I didn't even necessarily know were in me. And I had to take them to the Lord in repentance and say, wow, God, I'm a sinner. I, I didn't realize that 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 attitude was in me until I was squeezed by this circumstance in a certain way, whether that's bitterness or entitlement. And then I could repent and, and learn. And I look back at those days now and some of those hard days on the job were incredible learning opportunities. And I needed them. I needed to go through those times in my life for growth and maturity And Lord willing, in increasing wisdom. And then there's, I think, a third category where people can be thankful. Where you find your feet at. Maybe things are great. Maybe things are not great. And maybe you're just in the middle of a marathon where you're going through the motions. Where you just feel like getting to the next day is a win. Even in that place. I encourage you to have a thankful spirit and to know that those things you're doing, changing diapers, being faithful to show up to your job, doing your part of the job with excellence, caring for your kids, taking the time to listen, going to an aging parent's house and caring for them. These daily grind monotonous activities matter. And remember who you're doing them for. We do them to honor the Lord. We do them as unto the Lord for his glory, for his honor. We aren't doing them for ourselves. We're doing them for the Lord. Our talents and gifts have been given to us to serve others, not to hoard them, not for our own glory but so that we can put the great glory of a magnificent God on display. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. Are we thankful for where our feet are at today? A second line of thinking. When you look in the mirror, what do you see? What pops into your mind first? Is it a thankful spirit? When you look in the mirror in the morning, is your mind filled with negativity as you you gaze at your reflection? Do you see all your baggage? Do you see all the mistakes you've made when you look in the mirror in the morning? 
Do you see all your successes with no recognition that there's areas that there's probably growth needed? What do you see when you look in the mirror? I want to encourage you today that if you look in the mirror and consistently most of what you see is your mistakes, most of what you see is the areas where you need to grow, but it's not with a motivated spirit, but you just feel condemnation. If you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, it's time to move past that condemnation. There's no condemnation in Christ Jesus. When God looks at you, if you've repented of your sin, when God looks at you, he sees Jesus' blood now. He sees the person of Christ standing in your place. That's the amazing good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ. He has come to take your sin and replace it with his perfection. So now when the Lord God, the father looks at you, if you've repented of your sin He sees Jesus. There is freedom there. And if you hear this today and you haven't seen your need for a great Savior or you don't believe in Jesus and you are filled with shame and condemnation and you don't believe there's hope for you, the good news of today is Jesus stands ready to save from sin. Jesus stands ready to take your shame and condemnation upon himself and to give you all of the inheritance that comes with believing in Jesus. I encourage you to look into the person of Jesus Christ. Check out a local church. Open up a Bible. Look at Matthew, Mark, Luke, or John. When you look in the mirror, there is hope. You're alive today. There is breath in your lungs. The talents that you have been given have been given to you to bring glory to God. You are an image bearer created in the image of God, given a mandate to take dominion over over earth to take dominion of the Lord's creation, to utilize your talent and your gifts. I want to talk just a little more to people who do believe in Jesus. Jesus' blood has covered our sin. Jesus is sitting on the throne today, ruling and reigning in an In a posture of offense. Jesus is not playing defense against the powers of darkness. And we as the body of Christ are part of that strategy of offense. Your life where you find yourself right now is part of Jesus' strategy as he is bringing his new kingdom about. He does not need us. God the Father does not need us. The Holy Spirit does not need us as followers of Jesus. But it is their good pleasure to make us part of their plan. 
as followers of Christ. So when you look at yourself in the mirror today, let the fact that you don't carry the burden of being responsible for your sins anymore fuel a thanks a thankful spirit and walk in that freedom and share that good news with the people around you praise god for how you have been gifted spend less time marveling or wishing that you were in someone else's situation do not covet Where are you at right now? What opportunities are you missing right now with the people that are around you, with the the leadership roles that you have in your life right now? What are you doing with them? This is tremendous. A thankful attitude. Phase one, thankful for where your feet are at. Again, congratulations to Barclay Briggs on his NFL draft declaration and a congratulations on his excellent Fu Manchu and his thick sideburns. Speaking of being excellent in all three phases of the game in football, offense, defense, and special teams, there is a lot of football going on this weekend. A lot of important football In the NCAA world, my heart goes out to Florida State. Florida State lost their starting quarterback last week and were immediately dropped out of the top four in the most recent playoff ranking. They play Florida in a rivalry game this weekend, and we'll see if they can keep the steam rolling. I thought it was a little hasty to drop them just because the quarterback went down. I mean, I get it. I get it. But they've had a tremendous year. This is football. Next man up. If they lose to Florida this weekend, yeah, drop them out of the top four. I know that the CFP committee is trying to get clicks and all that. I don't think Florida should have been dropped immediately out of the top four. If they win this week, we'll see. I mean, Oregon plays Oregon State tonight. Ohio State plays Michigan tomorrow. This is rivalry weekend. Anything can happen. It'll be exciting. This is good football. In the NFL. Today, the first Black Friday football game in NFL history takes place. Last night, on Thanksgiving, we saw three NFL football games. The Detroit Lions extended their Thanksgiving Day football misery. I had talked on Tuesday that this was a golden opportunity for Detroit to put some of those historic moments of Lions fans showing up with bags over their head on Thanksgiving firmly in the cupboard to not be thought about again. And then Detroit went out there yesterday and fumbled the football. But the good news for them, they're still firmly in the playoff picture and... They'll be back next year on Thanksgiving with a new opportunity to start a new era in Detroit Lions Thanksgiving football. I've got a Friday riddle for you. What is bland but not bland?
dramatic pause. The answer? Dallas Cowboys defensive back, Deron Bland. Is bland, but not bland. Yesterday, he set an NFL record with his fifth pick six of the year. He has taken six interceptions to the house this year. I don't really love talking about the Cowboys, but as a fan of sport, we need to tip our hat to performances that are impressive, and Deron Bland has been impressive. Especially with Trayvon Diggs going down on the other side for the Cowboys. Jerron Bland has stepped up. And think of, think of it this way. The leading receiver on the Pittsburgh Steelers has three total touchdown receptions. Jerron Bland has five defensive touchdowns. Leading receiver on the Patriots has four. Leading receiver on the Giants has four. Leading receiver on the Falcons has two. Leading receiver on the Seahawks has four. Deron Bland right now has more touchdowns than Devonta Adams of the Las Vegas Raiders. I think that's enough of a sample. You get the picture. He's scored a lot of touchdowns as a defensive player this year. And uh, here at Pro Fan League, we tip our cap to him. And we also hope that the Dallas Cowboys don't win any playoff games. That's not an official position of Pro Fan League. Uh, That is my position. Mine alone. I own that. College basketball gave us an excellent field at the Maui Invitational this week. Purdue won the Maui Invitational on Wednesday night. Kansas, who was ranked number one overall, was there. Tennessee and Marquette were also there. Purdue outlasted them all behind a dominant performance from current National Basketball Player of the Year, Zach Eady. This young man is seven foot four from Canada. He won all six National Player of the Year awards last year. And he was the first Canadian to win the National Basketball College Basketball Player of the Year award since 1994 when Glenn Big Dog Robinson won the award. You guys remember Big Dog Robinson? A vivid memory I have of the Big Dog was I feel like he always wore some really high socks when he played. He was quite a baller. Something that I'm still trying to get over about Purdue is they lost to 16 seed Farley Dickinson this past March and busted my bracket one day into the tournament. That was hard to swallow. I still really like Purdue. I wonder, though, do they have the guard play to go far? I mean, if Zach Eady is dominant like he was this past week at the Maui Invitational, yeah, I think Purdue has a chance to cut the nets. But sometimes the guards disappear for Purdue. I'll tell you right now, as I think about brackets in March of 2024, I already know Purdue is going to be so tantalizing to me. But I'm going to be coming off this experience. Man, can they can they do it? 
I'll tell you this. Zach Eady did not, did not declare for the NBA draft because of the pain of that loss to 16-seed Farley Dickinson. He's motivated. I'm watching. I'm watching this story closely. Purdue won over a spectacular field at the Maui Invitational and gave me a lot to think about. The NBA in-season tournament continues tonight, uh, Wednesday night in NBA action. Greg Popovich took the public address announcer Mike and chastised the crowd in San Antonio for booing Kawhi Leonard, who now plays for the Los Angeles Clippers, while he was at the free throw line. So the crowd booed louder. This was the first time that I'm aware of in NBA history that a coach during a game has taken a public address announcer microphone and told the crowd to stop booing an opposing player. Now, I very well may have a Bradley's bloopers here when the dedicated listeners of this show look it up on Google and let me know what's happened before, and I will gladly embrace that. In recent memory, I can't remember a situation like this. It was interesting. And the fans booed louder. (laughs) So... Clearly, uh, Greg gave it a shot. He can tell Kawhi, hey, I tried, didn't work out. Uh, A quick diversion. Today's Bradley's bloopers. Uh, A couple shows ago, I was talking about NL and AL rookies of the year and unanimous winners. And it was reported to me that I was a little unclear. So the 1997 NL Rookie of the Year by unanimous vote was Scott Rowland. The AL Rookie of the Year by unanimous vote was No Ma Garcia Para. No Ma. AL Rookie of the Year. So there it is. NL Rookie of the Year, AL Rookie of the Year, NL Scott Rowland, AL No Ma. 1997. That ends this diversion into Bradley's bloopers I've also had a recommendation for the name Gibbs Goofs Gibbs Goofs this is a really hot topic lots of people love to give me suggestions on how to frame my mistakes so keep them coming you have something to offer I'm glad to hear them hopefully the mistakes aren't prominent back to the NBA Anthony Edwards the rising star for the Minnesota Timberwolves, who are now 11-3, and three, says he wants to be an NFL player as well. He was a very good running back as a young man. I think this poses a lot of challenges since the, NF- since the NBA starts in October and the NFL starts in September. And seeing an NBA and NFL player do both, I would take a lot of flexibility from an NFL team. And I can't imagine that the NBA franchise, Minnesota Timberwolves, love the idea of 
Anthony Edwards toting the rock 20 times a game, risking a broken leg or broken arm. Maybe he'll have a wildly successful early career in the NBA, win his championship, and at like 27, go play in the NFL for a season. I could see that happening. There's no way this guy plays in both leagues at the same time. Who's going to sign off on that? I don't see it. I like his I like his moxie. But this does lead into my final NBA thought for today. I think it would be amazing if during NBA All-Star Weekend, hope Adam Silver's listening today. NBA All-Star Weekend, they would open up the slam dunk competition to other sports. Let guys from the NFL, let guys from Major League Baseball come in and participate in the NBA slam dunk competition. I think it needs revitalized. Now, it was good this past year. But you want to see the star power in the NBA show up for the slam dunk competition? Roll an NFL football player out there. And I assure you, I don't believe that LeBron James... Jean Morant when he gets back from suspension. These guys that can absolutely let it rip. Who refuse to participate. I don't believe they're going to let a player from another sport. Own the NBA court on the slam dunk competition. I think it would draw crowds. It would rejuvenate the slam dunk competition. And I'm all for it. Open the NBA slam dunk competition to all sport. NBA versus the world, baby. I'm all in. Final thought for today in the world of sports. Back to the NFL. We've got Texans Jaguars, Bills Eagles. Those are really interesting games to watch. The Bills playoff hopes, if they don't win, are starting to flicker. And the Cardinals and the Bears should both keep their quarterbacks and use their first and second projected picks in the draft. They'll probably be top five picks on building infrastructure. Kyler Murray and Justin Fields can ball out. They just need help. Thank you for spending some time with Pro Fan League today. I am cheering for you. Go make plays. We are not just fans. Allow and pray that a spirit of thanksgiving can permeate your life today. Thanksgiving for where you find yourself and for the talents and gifts that the Lord has entrusted to you to deploy for his glory across your time, your talent, and your resources. Enjoy this Friday. Enjoy your families this weekend. God willing, I will talk to you on Tuesday. Check out, check us out at profanleague.com. Check out the Swinging a Torch blog. There's a lot of good stuff there. Be well. Thanks for listening. Share this show. Talk about it. Until Tuesday, 
God bless.